today, Paul wants to learn about what he should do if he wants to become a business broker. I'm David C. Barnett, and you're tuned in to Small Business and Deal Making, the broadcast podcast YouTube channel where I talk about buying, selling, financing, and managing small and medium-sized businesses while controlling risk. So if you're looking to take control of your future through buying a business one day, or if you already own a business and you're looking to grow or exit, you've come to the right place. I talk about interesting things. I talk to interesting people and I answer your questions every week right here. So be sure to hit like, be sure to hit subscribe and let's get to it. So Paul wrote me an email and described that uh, he's got professional background in consulting and you know, business to business sales type environment. And he wanted to learn about how he could become a business broker. And he wanted to know what I recommended as far as training in a framework. And it's, it's great, but for those of you who haven't, I recommend that you check out the video I made, My Life as a Business Broker. I'll put a link to it here on the screen and, and down below in the show notes. But it describes what my life was like uh, throughout my career as a full-time business broker with an office serving Main Street businesses. And that was about, well, a little over 10 years ago now. And I had that office for a few years. So, um, some things I think in the industry are the same as they were back when I was doing it. And some things have changed a little bit. And so let's first talk about what sort of background a person should have if they're going to become a business broker. Um, it, and it's going to vary quite a bit. It's going to vary differently from what you might hear from people who own business brokerage offices. If you go and talk to different ones, and we're going to talk about the different brokerage offices and the different flavors of offices at towards the end. But as far as I'm concerned, if you're going to be a business broker, you need to have some skills and experience in a couple of different domains. The, the very first one is some sort of professional business to business communications, sales, interaction experience. Uh, B2B sales was my background. You are going to be selling your services as a broker to business owners, and it's a very complex sale. You have to demonstrate value in a lot of, to a lot of intangible type of service sort of things. You're going to have to sell yourself. You're going to have to speak with confidence in those kinds of interactions and explain sometimes difficult or new concepts to people who may not fully understand them and have them walk away with the belief that you are qualified and you know what you're doing, et cetera. And so some kind of business to business sales experience, I think is key. Number one, number two, um, some sort of sales experience that's going to help you talk with the, with the buyers and potential investors and get your head in their minds. So one of the things that I will often find is I'll find someone who has a financial background um, and they'll be working in business brokerage. And when they put together a package of information for, <clears throat> for the buyers, um, they're unable to empathize with the buyer's point of view. So they don't sit back and think, well, if I were buying this business, what sort of information would I want to see? And then go about building that package in a way that's going to address the needs and desires and worries of that potential buyer. Um, so you want to have the business to business sales background to talk with sellers. You also want to be able to understand um, it's still business to business sales when you talk to the buyers, but in a certain respect, it also is like a consumer sale because you're addressing emotions and a lot of the times the buyers are buying a business and a job because they're going to become the person that runs the business. So 
there's a more of a an emotional kind of framework that you're trying to build like you know you'll be happy and satisfied as a person once you're the owner of this business kind of thing and i find that people that are able to paint that picture better are able to draw more interest from a greater number of potential buyers which which makes sense right um, if you think about another emotionally driven purchase like a home um, you know real estate agents who are able to um, show you how your life is going to be in that home and how it's going to be a happy life you know with smiling laughing children that behave well all the time um, then you're going to be drawn towards that home and people in that industry understand that kind of thing there's some of that involved in business brokerage as well the third thing is some kind of financial understanding and so you don't need to be a cpa but you need to be somebody who actually understands numbers and can read financial statements and look for things that just don't make any sense and know how to interpret what's going on. And as a business broker, I believe that even though brokers don't audit the statements of you know, the businesses that they're trying to sell, um, a broker should know them and know them well and not be stumped by questions from buyers like, you know, what is this um, deferred revenue? What does that mean? You know, or, or what is this you know, holdback number on the balance sheet. What is a holdback, right? I think that a broker should read the statements of the business they're trying to sell and they should understand what every one of those items is and how it works in that business. And in the case of a holdback, you know, be able to explain to somebody that in the construction industry, sometimes certain amounts are held back until the project is completed, you know, and this has an impact on operating capital. So financial knowledge. So we sort of covered what sort of things I think that a good business broker needs in their background. Um, as far as resources to be a business broker, I think that um, you need to have enough money uh, to go for a while before you close your first deal. Because the reality is, is that while there are many business brokers out there who will get into brokerage and do a deal in six or eight months, there are far more of them who will spend more than a year without doing a deal. And many people get into the business spend a long time, never do a deal. I know many people who spent two years in business brokerage without ever doing a deal, and a lot of them end up leaving to go do something else. So you need to have resources to make sure that you don't need a salary. Um, if you have those resources, or if you have some kind of other business that you're doing, and business brokerage is a complement to that, so that you still have some kind of revenue coming in, um, then you're gonna wanna think about your own skills and development and adopting some sort of framework or having a workflow that will help guide you through the process of selling somebody else's business. So what do I mean? Well, if you read the E-Myth book by Michael Gerber, he talks about when you create a business, you should create it as though we're going to be a franchise. Um, you might want to buy a franchise business brokerage office in order to get access to training and things. That's the path I took. Um, or you might want to do it on your own. Even if you do it on your own, it makes sense to sit down and write a flowchart of what the process is to buy or sell a business. Um, you can get that in this book I wrote, How to Sell My Own Business. In This book was written for uh, business owners, and it talks about the process of selling a business. And so if you were going to be a business broker, you could read that book. You can like copy the process I detail uh, and then implement your own sort of, um, you know, tuning and adjustments, et cetera, to that process. So if you go in on your own, you, you've decided I'm going to open my own business brokerage office and you buy a copy of this book and you copy the, you know, the workflow that I've got in this book. And then the next thing is, where do I go to get sort of additional training? 
Well, I can only speak about the resources that I'm familiar with. And, and I say that because I know that there are others out there. But um, the ones that I'm familiar with, um, you know, here, let me share the screen. So this is a company called Business Brokerage Press, and I subscribe to some of their services. And these guys have books, they've got courses on becoming a business broker. And if you subscribe to some of their subscription products, um, they've got a business reference guide and, and other materials. Um, you will be invited to regular webinars that they do where they have guest speakers come in and they talk about the industry, they talk about processes, they talk about specific problems, you know, in a certain kind of deal, et cetera. So it's like an ongoing continuous education flow for people that are in this industry. And so these guys, I would recommend that uh, you go out and you, you find them and look at the stuff that they have. The second uh, resource that I would recommend would be the International Business Brokers Association, IBBA.org. And these guys, if you go into the menu here, um, they've got a membership section, but they also have an education section. And they also have courses, online learning, online workshops, webinars, etc. cetera. Um, and so I went through the CBI training program um, and I earned my CBA in my CBI in 2010, Certified Business Intermediary is what it's called. And um, it was very thorough and it, it was great. I, and I highly recommend it. And I've told many people over the last decade that they should go through this program. Back when I took it, you had to attend some of their annual conferences and do the classes in a live setting. And they only had a couple available online at that time. And I believe now that their catalog of online learning uh, has grown tremendously. Um, in fact, I've just clicked on it and yeah, there's all kinds of all kinds of businesses here or courses here that they're doing online. So the IBBA is another great resource. Now, there is nothing quite like being tucked up under the wing of somebody who really knows what they're doing. And so I, I don't think I've ever told anyone that they should go off and start their own business brokerage office from scratch. Um, if you were going to do it, I would highly recommend membership in an organization like IBBA and you go attend a conference and you make friends with other people in the industry so that when you get into a jam, you've got a network of people you could reach out to over the phone and just talk through your issues, okay? Um, you need to have some kind of experience sounding board or place to get guidance. Uh, winging it is not good, especially if the, the, business, the owner of the business you're trying to sell begins to understand that you're winging it. Uh, because your reputation will be destroyed very quickly, right? So I always recommend that when people want to get into this business, that they find a qualified business broker and that they start to work with that organization. Now, I mentioned before that I was going to talk about the different flavors of business brokers. So a couple of years ago, I decided that I would no longer say business broker in any of my videos when I referred to people that sell other people's businesses. I would only refer to qualified business brokers, right? Um, because there are a lot of people out there who call themselves business brokers who, in my opinion, aren't qualified and don't really know what they're doing. And I see the stuff that those people put out all the time because a lot of buyers who hire me to help them look at deals will show me these packages and whatnot, and they're just disastrous, right? It's totally clear that these people that call themselves brokers don't have any idea what they're doing. And so the problem with the industry is that people get drawn in, attracted by what they believe are high commission rates. So 
you know, business brokers will often charge eight to 12% commission and they have to, you know, because of the timelines that are involved and the amount of training and effort and experience a good broker needs to become qualified and, and to do a good job and the number of deals you can handle in a year, et cetera, that's the kind of commission you need. So people look at that in comparison with, for example, real estate commissions, and they say, ooh, I can earn a lot more money in business brokerage. And so they get drawn into it. It doesn't necessarily mean they know what they're doing. So the people that own the offices, they need people to answer the phone and go out and, and meet people and bring a pipeline of potential business owners in that are going to be listed for sale. And what is common in business brokerage is a commission split. So the, the office is going to split commissions with the, with the brokers that come in. And so what that means is that uh, as an office owner, you could recruit new people into this and they could go out and do a bunch of work in you know, developing deal flow and pipeline and all that kind of stuff. And you don't have to write them a paycheck. And so what it means is that a lot of these office owners will basically take anyone who's willing to do it. And that's not good because it means that you end up with a bunch of people who don't really know what they're doing. And often the offices that are willing to do this are run by people who really don't know what they're doing. And so again, there's the qualified business brokers, and then there's the, the other people who use that term who really don't know what they're doing. And they may luck out from time to time and meet a really enthusiastic buyer who's willing to do all the work it takes to buy a business and get the financing, et cetera, even though the broker hasn't done a good job of presenting it. And if those people manage to do a couple deals, then they think that they're experienced and qualified when in fact they're not. And so over the last couple of years, um, I've met a lot of people uh, who've called me up like on my Clarity um, telephone consulting link, um, which well, the link is down below. Um, and so They'll call me up and they'll say, Dave, I wanted to become a business broker. I joined this office. And now that I've been in it for a year, I'm realizing that the people in this office don't really know what they're doing. I'm watching your videos online and I realize they don't know the stuff that you're sharing for free on your videos. And these people now are trapped because when you join a business brokerage office, you almost always have to sign some kind of non-compete agreement where it says if you leave the office, you can't be a business broker for two years or something like that. And so... If you're going to join an office, you have to do due diligence and really make sure that you are joining an office of qualified business brokers, people who really know what they're doing. And so how do you determine if they're qualified or not? Well, you have to do your own due diligence as though you were a seller of a business or a buyer. Now, I'm going to put this book up again, because in this book, How to Sell My Own Business, which is available on Kindle for like 10 bucks, it's on Audible, it's, you can get the paper copy on Amazon for like 15 bucks or something. Uh, in this book, the first half of the book is actually telling business owners when they should not sell their own business on their own and when they should use a broker and how to determine if a broker is qualified. Okay, So I go through understanding you know, what kind of background, what kind of education did the broker, you know, develop themselves through programs like the ones I talked about earlier? Um, is the broker affiliated with other people who are, you know, uh, reputable operators, for example? Um, are there references you can check? Most importantly, um, you should be looking at their business profile or SIMS, as they're sometimes called, the documents that outline the business that they're presenting for sale. And even if you had to send it to me and pay me for my opinion, you should. 
because those documents reveal the quality of the broker. There's no, there's no doubt. I regularly see a business profile or confidential information memorandums, as they're sometimes called, sent to me where some guy calling himself a broker will put two pages of information that doesn't really say a whole lot and like staple them to the financial statements or tax returns. And that's his package, right? That's not someone you want to be with. You want to be with an outfit that really understands what the value drivers are of the business, understands how to put a proper value on it, understands how to you know price it, how the buyer is likely going to finance it, what the buyer is likely going to look like, who that buyer is, and how they're going to find that buyer. So, so that's it. So number one, you want to make sure that you have the right background. Number two, you want to make sure you have the right resources to be able to survive until you have any kind of cash flow from the brokerage activity. Number three, you want to uh, get yourself a process. Number four, you want to start developing yourself with the professional development things that are out there. I've outlined IBBA and Business Brokerage Press. There are other organizations. I'm just not familiar with them. Um, and then ideally, you want to be part of some other kind of uh, office or organization where you can learn uh, alongside people who've really done it over and over and over again. And so um, I hope that's helpful, Paul. I hope I covered everything. And once again, um, really, if you want to learn about selling a business, you know, start with this book, super cheap. Um, I also have an online course, uh, which is available at howtogetoutofmybusiness.com, which is like an afternoon program. Anyway, we'll talk to you soon. Bye.